Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Here's me and Mana's predictions for episode 412, Babies and Fools. The first episode ever directed by Daniel Ezra. Hope you enjoy our predictions. Oh. The next episode coming through with Mr. Daniel Ezra, director himself. Baby. <laughs> who is who else is hired to see Daniel Ezra's directing debut with Jamil Turner writing? And he's a good writer as well. Um, I'm very hyped for it. I, I'm excited. I, I'm very excited. Here's what it is, though. The only like nervousness I have is people's response to if it's not like cut right, directed right, and things of that nature. Because people can be cruel. Mm-hmm. They can be cruel. And mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen for him. I really don't. Um, because this is his, his first dictor- um, directorial debut. Um, and also be his show, a popular show that's watched by a lot of people. Um, so I I wish him all the luck and I hope it goes very well um, for him. And well, right now it's put to bed. So it's only how we see it now. Exactly. But, uh, so. Well, that's the thing. The other thing is, um, you know, uh, NK and the rest of the All-American cast and crew ain't going to let him go out like that. Like they, I'm sure they were so supportive of him. He's been studying this all the way back since last season and, and figuring out how to work a camera. And I think he shadowed last season around the homecoming episode, I think. Um from the little detective work that uh, all of the wonderful people on Twitter do. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited to see, to see it. And it seems to be a really good episode, even though we didn't get nothing in the trailer. Nothing whatsoever. But we do know some things that are going to occur. Yes, yes. So let me... social media. Right. Let me read the little, let me read the little tagline. Babies and fools, everything is changing. With this pressure of school, Spencer and Olivia find themselves looking forward to a fun day together, but quickly find themselves in the middle of everyone's lives at home. Laura learns of some new information about the ongoing investigation that has Coop, Patience, and Preach worried. Billy and Grace are at odds as to who is best for the job and neither is ready to back down. Meanwhile, Layla assumes the worst when her dad tells her he is stepping away from his hectic life at the label. Mm. So, predictions. Let me tell you what I'm what I'm not predicting. As everybody thought when the title said "Babies and Fools" and, and Spoliger is going to have a pregnancy scare, not going to happen. But um, <laughs> I had to put that out there because everybody's going crazy over that title. Uh, my prediction starts with. Let me start with Lele, and I work my way up. Um. I think Lele believes that her dad is going to sell his company because he's going to step down. Um, And I think he's probably going to groom her to take over the empire. Well, what's so funny about that is I was working under the assumption that she assumed the worst in that she's assuming that he's like sick or something, but you could oh, be right. That that he's going to sell his thing. Yeah. It could be that he's sick or he's going to sell, but it could be sick because she lost her, her mom. Um, um, to illness. Oh, is that how she lost her mother? 
uh, well, to mental illness, which she didn't know. She thought it was a car accident. Yeah. Um, so she could think it's, it, it, she could think that it's, um, him being ill or whatever. I, but I also think it's, he's probably grooming her to take over the empire that she says she wants. Yeah. And so he's just finding some placeholders of whom's going to be that person. So he can go ahead eventually and, and eventually just hand it to her when she's a, she's ready. That, that's where I'm at with Lele. What about your thoughts mm-hmm. with Lele? Or do you just want me to keep going? Yeah, I think, no, I think, yeah, I think it might be that she might think that her dad is sick. I'm not sure if, um, she did say that she wants the empire, so it could be a situation in which she's just like, all right, come on, come home, come home, child. (laughs) (laughs) So it could be that type of situation. Um, I don't know if I was expecting everything to happen this fast in terms of, uh, her really taking over. Like I would assume that that would be a storyline that they did further down the line, but they did say, you know, she said it in this episode. So you could be absolutely right. that He's grooming her to take over the empire and that it's coming this quickly. Yeah. And she, and she probably won't officially take it over until the end of the season, but in a way of then navigating like with his team and who's going to take over in the meantime until she gets it, get, get the, her footing for it. Um, but that will then lead into season five, watching her actually navigate being the head of the empire. So, um, so that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's our next prediction? What's the next storyline? The piece? Uh, there's uh, Patience Preach, Laura Coop, or Billy Grace, or Spencer. We Billy and Grace because we kind of already started that conversation in our our conversation on this. Last if episode. Grace isn't sorry, I didn't even mean to cut you off. But if no. Grace isn't the girl that she was vaguely alluding to, I'm gonna be so upset. Like if they pull a twist and it's some random person at the end. Um, but yeah, I would be upset too. Because the way it's set up and how fishy she moving, how shady she moving, I'm thinking it's her. Even like I said in the preview for the episode, like she she slightly gets upset with Spencer when Spencer's like, coach seems to be good for the position. And then she's basically very critical of everything that Billy is doing. And if you Which are not is grooming, so odd. <laughs> yeah, if you're not grooming yourself for the position and being that critical, then why? Why sis? Why? Tell and me why that. wasn't she interim principal? What did I don't I don't even want to bring this up? But I'm like, what did Kim Kardashian say? Don't even. I would never ever quote them. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> People don't want to work these days. People don't want to work these days. I literally. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Never thought I'd be on a podcast when you bring up Kim Kardashian. I'm done. <laughs> People but, don't want to work these days. But it's so true. true. So true. It, <laughs> could, it, could, it could be the fact that she decided not to be interim is that she's st- stacking a deck for her preparation to actually just take over. And she was really making money moves in the background for real, for real. Right, really making money moves. Like she's doing it big time, big time. Um, which is interesting to see. Uh, I really, you know what? It's funny because Gracie, Billy's Gracie. No, I know. Has always been in his corner, you know, his bonus wife, his real life wife that he wants to have. Um, huh? Yeah, I said it. 
Uh, but has always been in his corner, but this is going to be a time where they really are like clashing heads, clashing against each other. Yeah, it was very interesting. And I agreed that Billy is selfish. And I said, now do we want to turn the mirror onto yourself? <laughs> I was like, hello? Hello? I need him. I wish he would have said, let's hold this mirror up a second here. Even though I do not think that Grace moment. is as selfish as Billy. No I, way. I, I just, I... You know, Grace too has her faults. Yeah, she does have her faults. And I was like, I wish she would open up, like, since they both know each other well, open up this mirror type of thing. But I love that she called him out and was like, you're something that's selfish. I know what your your dreams are. But then things happen that people pivot their worlds and pivot their lives. And so at this moment, um, Billy is about to move to Crenshaw so he can be this this principal candidate. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to see the two of them like battle each other. Because I think this is going to go for at least two to, two to three episodes. It shouldn't be over Same. 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 It shouldn't be over Same. Same. Not at all. Um, and Billy, to that point, Billy does seem pretty excited about it. Uh, and, you know, he dedication, right? He's moving. Right. So Very much so. Like, he's moving out of his Beverly Hills home. And it'll be interesting to see how they breathe Laura into this because Laura sees her husband, who's very excited about this opportunity as well, again, is going to move with him. And so is there going to be tension there? But also, yeah, I just also just for them to continually point out Billy's flaws, I just love because Billy never gets an actual talking to. And this episode was the first time that we have ever besides season one with Laura after the affair came out. But this is the first time anybody has ever made Billy sit with the fact that he is not perfect. Which is amazing. You know, one of the things that I am happy about, because at first I was like, how is it that my mama Laura is moving to Crenshaw and also moving into the house that she wasn't welcome into for so long uh, with, with Billy and all his demons about that house and everything. And then Coop was living fancy free in Beverly Hills in a mansion because I, I was having problems. Don't even that. bring it up to me. Well, not, yeah. But but then I thought I said, okay, if 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 Mama Laura moves to Crenshaw, it also opens up her opportunity to end up being a lawyer for that community and yeah. doing some things around around that work, right? Because she's already taken up this this mantle of Coop and her foolishness. Uh and we'll talk about that. So it, it allows for that to happen. But then I also thought of the possibility if she moves to Crenshaw, there's possibility that I would get more Mama Laura and Denise interactions. And right. that's what I want. I truly want that friendship. I want it. I want it. I want it. And so it will give her like more chance. Because, you know, Denise pops up here and there with her, her foolishness and sassiness. Uh, and I would love to see that um, that relationship grow and prosper. So, Right. Right. So, Mama Laura, with the preach, the coop, <laughs> impatient. Should you take? This I'm gonna up? let you take this one. Nope. I'll okay, I just want to know because you know I got stuff to say. Um, so Mama Laura learns like more information as to what information they have in relation to this case that Coop decided to put everybody under the radar by lying to the police. Um. I want to say, let me tell you now, it's going to come back and bite her, but I want to say her telling um, the little devil child that she killed her her uh, mother, gave her a way to go and report that to somebody for someone to actually, like, let's look into this and get some information, like, what is actually true 
I woke up. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about Amina. Yeah, yeah. It's been such bliss not having her on. Yeah, such bliss. But remember, Coop opened up. And if we don't know nothing else about Amina, Amina investigates. Uh, Amina had a whole. Remember, she had all them files on her computer? I do. And she had that stuff around Coop and what everybody said. I think she told her. (laughs) I do. Yeah. I remember she thought, Coop thought, oh, I just told her this and this is going to make it go away. This girl already had an FBI file on you, girl. What is wrong with you? Yep. The little devil child, I believe, is coming into play. I believe the Lord. Let's wrap this up quickly for all of our sanities, please. (laughs) I think the little devil child have something in play, and if the little devil child doesn't have something in play in connection to that, that is plain foolery because you already set that storyline up to be such. So for you not to then connect that, writers, something's wrong with you all. So, um, but that's where I believe that is going, and 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 it should. That makes the most sense. Because I don't know who else would have been, who else would have known about what's going on if it's not the little devil child and her files and everything. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm happy so, they spilled the whole tea to my mama Laura, even though my same. mama Laura shouldn't have to be in the middle of this drama that Coop created again. But that's same. okay. Coop, same. Coop, Coop owes my mama Laura a lot of money from season one on. You owe that woman a lot of money. Because you done gave a, a lot of drama to her life. These are the facts. These are the facts. These are the facts. I just, Coop, I'm tired. So that's we that. And tired. Spencer and Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> so with the Spencer and Olivia um, thing, I think this is more of like, let's find each time for each other. Let's have a special date night. Let's have a special, like, not get away to a cabin type of situation, but let it be about us. And then what's going to happen is this is where uh, comes in the art fair, art situation that's going on, that's been floating around social media, is that somehow they're going to land themselves in the middle of this art fair slash music festival slash whatever else, because I think Lele and Jordan are there as well. Uh, <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. I was trying to graze over, but I knew you you that's there in your mindset. Oh, I was already planning on bringing it up. Well, go ahead. I, know it was. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't start with them, but that's okay. Um, and so I think that they are going to be incorporated in, in that situation and needing help. Now, here's what I'm going to say right now to anybody who's listening in the audience, any writers, anybody, I don't care. If they do not bring up Liv's love for art, in this next episode, in connection to her helping out with this art fair, or because we know they ain't going to let her put in any pieces. I wish they would, because that would just make my heart sing. If they don't connect it to her love for art, we going to have problems. We're going to truly have problems, because that just don't make sense that it's a whole art fair. You don't relate it to the fact that she loves art and that she, she herself is an artist. And you know what I thought about? And correct me if I'm wrong, Lexi. Are you here with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has 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 our fictional baby sis live? And Spencer ever spoken about her love for art on screen? No. I that's what I thought. So if for some reason they do do a connection, they gonna have to explain at what point that these two individuals ever have a conversation for her love of art, because they've never had it. Not when they lived together. Not when they lived apart. None of the only person she's had that conversation with has been Jordan. 
So I so I really would love to see that connection. Now, what I will be interesting too is that if they don't, if they do bring in a conversation about Liv's connection and love for art, if Jordan is one of those people like, you know what, Liv, you like, and come back to that connection, you like art. You're a very good artist type of thing. And that also of like that connection of that Baker Twins moment to season one, to season was that one? Yeah, season one. I would really love that. Season but, two. Um, but yeah, so they're going to be part of this art festival, music festival type of thing that's going to be happening in like the Crenshaw area or on the beach. Uh, and they're not going to get their time away, but then they're going to realize being with their friends is what makes it's them all happy. is everything they need. Yeah, it's completely. Which is a lie because they need time for each other. Because he's a D one football player that doesn't have any time, and she's learning herself as she's starting. So which is a lie. <laughs> you said which is a lie. What no, I do think that they're going to, even though their initial plans are not going to go as planned. I think that they're going to end the end the episode on a nice little moment. Of course they are. Instead of instead of them going, you know what, you little knucklehead people, we had some ideas and plans for ourselves. And yet again, we are here helping y'all out. When we're trying Which to is funny because out. at this point, they're putting themselves literally, sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to hear nothing, Spencer and Olivia, because y'all be inviting people sometimes <laughs> at the cabin. What does Spencer do? Invited Cooper patients. So I don't even right. want to hear it. Even, even like when Liv was like telling her boss that she was at her desk because there's so many people at her house. I was like, but you invited the people to live at your Literally, house. exactly. That's so there's why so many people so I, Exactly. I don't even want to hear it from them. So y'all going to have your moment and I'm excited to see the moment, but I don't want to hear no complaining because y'all probably going to be, unless it's literally people begging them to right. come, then I don't want to hear any of that. <laughs> people begging them to come let me tell you this right now this is what i would love i tell you if this prediction comes comes true although i would want to strangle him for her i would love it if if jordan had like snuck and got some of Liv's artwork and put it in the show oh that would be cute that would be cute but she would kill him because she probably was like that's not ready to be shown type of thing right. but if he done if that if it's a setup like that jordan i would love you Forever, ever. If you was like, you know what, my sis got art and she's just as good. Let me go pop. Let me go to her room and steal some stuff, and let me go put it in the show. I would love it. Right. I truly right. would love it. I truly right. would. But I ain't gonna get it. But I truly would love it. I truly would. <laughs> but uh, those are our predictions, and all I'm gonna say about Jordan and Layla is that they're going to have a moment, and he's gonna talk about him being Layla Simone. If he should, if it's right, if they want to connect this universe. She asked about how her, his time was away with Simone and things of that nature. And he asked about, and she also asked, he, she also asked about him being like a D1 player. And he asked about her being a musician. I mean, I'm sorry, not a musician. Her writing. Yeah, he asked about, about Clay. No, he's not Again? About Clay. Yeah. Again? You sure? No. He asked about the last time. Yeah, he's not asked about Clay. Clay may pop up though. Uh, I think if Clay pops up, there's definitely going to be a conversation about Clay between Jordan. Then here's the deal, Clay. I'm gonna need you to stay home because <laughs> I don't want a conversation about Clay. Well, I do. I so those are, those are our predictions. <laughs> those are our predictions. We'll drop it right there, Monda. 
as always, it's good to have you as my guest host on the show. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure, sis. Anytime, just let me know. Anytime. Audience, thank you for listening. This has been a pleasure. Yes, thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Bye.